0: To Dyson Salt. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. And we're here talking about episode 105 of Bone to Kick. (sighs) So as you remember, we're picking up from episode 104. Right. We had to bail. Before that. Before that. Before that.
1: There's the opening bit about turning your cell phones off on the plane. And I just have to I just I can't let it can't let it go that. Matt makes a West Wing reference, and I love that show. And I just, I had to thank him for that because I, I just, I love that show. It's great. <laughs> I just could, I couldn't let it go by us without mentioning it.
0: Well, isn't that uh, podcast about West Wing the uh, inspiration for uh, Dice and Salt? Yeah, pretty in much. Part. Yeah. So. So that's, that's kind of where I got the formatting from.
1: <laughs> We're just less. Uh, 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 I don't. I don't know. Less famous for doing it. <laughs> I guess I don't, I don't know, know that
0: we're less famous. I just think we're not as well listened. That, that's that's fair. I mean, you have to be a, a pretty well listened individual and have gone through enough podcasts to have appreciated Inspired <laughs> Incompetence and thus appreciated <laughs> what we're doing with Dyson Salt. Yeah. You know.
1: All it's going to take for us to, to really get off is just get Martin Sheen on here. We'll be fine.
0: <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> okay. So uh, that's the new Facebook campaign. You guys get out there. You get in that social media. You see who has the cojones to come on Dice and Salt. We don't even care if they talk about an episode. We'll work the episode around them.
1: <laughs> that would be an interesting episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, You don't have to listen to our podcast we talk about to be, you know, on it. It's no problem. No, we just want we'll to just talk go to right. You. We'll go right around it. Talk right around you. It's <laughs> fine. We
1: got have, this. We just have Martin Sheen on. And we talk about the podcast and he rambles about whatever he wants.
0: <laughs> Isn't that how it goes anyway? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. Uh, or is that Charlie Sheen, his son?
1: He's the one, I think. Or the the one who
0: kind of went a little nuts. Win all tiger's blood. I'm winning. Yep. That's him. He got bit uh, by the bug before... Uh, somebody else did what bug i don't know the i'm winning bug and if i just say i'm winning i'm winning
1: oh okay yeah,
0: yeah. anyway <sighs> we can move on now anyway. to the
1: actual episode
0: <laughs> right and i was just going to bring the listeners you know remind them about how episode 104 had ended we had two dread race out there we had this big bone monstrosity who i can't pronounce and alex has lots of fun pronouncing uh in the episode getting it right i don't just don't remember I can't remember now.
1: I had it. I had it written down, and I don't remember it. Yeah, it's. Uh, S- I don't
0: know. It's a, S- so, No, it's not Sawagan,
1: Uh, Swaygan. uh.
0: <laughs> It is not Sawagen or Sohagan or whatever the hell no. it is. It's not I a fish. Per, it's not a shark fish person. Yeah, I don't know why that popped into my head. It's it's uh, an A something. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, it's an abadaba. <clears throat> that's what I'm going with. An abadaba. I know <laughs> that's not right, folks. I know it. I'm saying it anyway. Is he gonna start singing for us? Um anyway. So we're in the fight. <laughs> Just gonna the fight continues. They they triumph. The party triumphs. Yay, party triumphs. We have a little bit of an interesting moment when we talk about the uh, battle mat miniature aspect of Pathfinder's combat. <laughs> and uh, you know, Alex reveals that, yeah, threaten the OGL mm-hmm. or write this, you know, overly complicated square map based character movement into your the basis of your combat game. And plop, you might as well just throw everything away. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's getting a rock through a doorway and not really caring where it ends up.
1: Yeah, they seem, Alex seemed overly where are you throwing this kind of thing and then it like didn't really matter because I think it was like a dc10 and I don't think you could have physically missed unless you rolled a one
0: yeah I I, I get it a little bit I mean uh, because you have the you have the combats and you're you're they're moving on a grid and they're moving it around on a map and I'm not sure what I think they use roll 20 for the adventure path and that you know, kind of puts you in a certain mindset and then it becomes a little difficult when it's like, I just want to get it through this doorway and I don't really care where it goes from there. So sometimes, you know, when you're leaning heavily on the rules to get you there and somebody sort of diverges from the rules saying, well, I really don't care where it ends up. Yeah. uh, 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 It can, it can be a little, it can be a little tough, especially when you're managing all the other rules that you're managing. And you know, we did have a crit. mm -hmm. Elsie delivered a crit Ah uh, yes, and finally, finally, this is the <laughs> third time my crit card has come up in this AP, the third time, and finally we did something other than swish swish. There go your pants. I loved <laughs> it, loved it. Nice. nice. I mean, let's see what what do I have here on the what do I have here on the notes? Because I made some notes, folks. Of course I did. It was my my crit card. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, seventy points of gore damage. Yeah, you know. And the, the first two times were for Utrid and the slashing crit. Matt called that out, and uh, yep. Yeah, Joe she learned to shovel from Thalias. It's there. And yes, Nick, I love it. Totally <laughs> glad that Elxi got that crit and it was my crit that delivered.
1: Exactly. It's nothing better. And guys,
0: don't ever tell me the truth that you rigged it. I don't want to know.
1: I I doubt they rigged it. I
0: I don't I don't I don't want to hear it. Stop talking about it.
1: But you're the one that brought it up, so now I, I don't I want think... to hear it.
0: Don't want to know. Don't why tell do you th- me. Why th- why do you think they would have rigged it? Do, do, stop talking about it. Toast, don't don't you dare ruin it for me. I,
1: I don't know how I'm gonna ruin.
0: It. You're the one that brought it up,
1: so I'm just I'm just curious to, to to why your brain went in that direction. Why you thought
0: that the guys would would rig this thing in your favor? It was it was just so perfect. Mm. And you know, I know on the uh, on the Discord, there's some malcontents that uh, you know are are talking you know elk burgers for <laughs> uh, for buddies. Yeah. And I just gotta say, you know, this just. I don't know. It just it just felt like you know maybe somebody was trying to throw me a bone, and that's why I don't want to know if that's the case. I'm going with it that it's just uh, absolutely awesome, and that's right. I'm winning. I'm winning. (laughs) Well, congratulations. And man, did Elksy get just boned right after that with the big bite, and uh, yeah, you know, thank God our genius came in with the kill steal. Is it kill stealing? I mean, it was just his turn. Hey, Matt's the one that said it was kill-stealing. Uh, I'm just repeating right, what I heard in the episode. That's fine. That's
1: fine. I just, I've, you know, it's just, it's his turn next, so, like, if it's still alive and the wraiths are dead at that point, he doesn't really have a whole lot of options unless he feels, like,
0: delaying. Yeah, I, I we would have, we'd have felt really upset if he delayed. I know we would have, because Elksie would have got hurt more.
1: Elsie would have gone first, though, because the thing went yeah, after it, her.
0: It's hard to do stuff when you're already in something's mouth. Oh, that's right. She was already grappled. Yeah. And she doesn't have, you know, opposable thumbs. So she can't, like, grab a dagger. And I'm not sure how they handle that for natural attacks. Yeah. And, you know, especially, of course, you know, everybody injects a little bit of reality because you imagine the situation. But when you have a, you know, quadruped Mm -hmm. in the, uh, you know equine bovine or uh oh what the heck they're not uh they're deer but i'm for the life of me i can't remember what that translates to but anyway you know it's hard to imagine how they're able to use something that they would attack you with when something has them you know gripped in the mouth because i imagine it probably somewhat incorrectly i'd guess but you know i'm imagining all of those things come over and grab them over the back and behind the head you know And so they end up with them, you know, all legs sticking out, heads out. (laughs) And there's really not a good way to swing that around and hit what's got a hold of them. Right. So. I mean, it's fair. I mean, they they do kill it, which is nice. They they do kill it. They do kill it. Our genus takes it down. And then
1: uh, we get to something that I just really didn't see coming this early, which is like the pyramid apparently is the control center for the witch gates.
0: I did not see that coming at all.
1: They can't do anything with it at the moment. They're missing one of the key components. But like, yeah, no, here, I totally didn't is. see
0: that being the. I I did not see that at all. I was like, do 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 do. Oh, it's a pyramid. It's going to be some to me kind of thing. Some special kind of. Wait, what? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's I was like, in a completely different realm mm-hmm. in terms of what that thing was. Yeah, I had no idea. I didn't didn't see this coming at all,
1: but uh, I guess once they find the little control orb, they can kind of manipulate them to work. Either I I guess if they fail whatever role they need to to manipulate it, it just the whole system comes down and anyone can teleport in. Or if they make their role, they can kind of control who can and can't teleport around. Which is what I got.
0: Um, let me think.
1: Because like, couldn't they manipulate it to where like they could move around? You know, Ustalov or Verilich or Whichever ones of the actual country with without problems, but other people couldn't do that.
0: Yes. Yeah. The options were you could turn it all off, mm-hmm. so it was free for all. You could have it all on, so nobody could do anything. Right. And then when nobody can do anything, you could in that state you could actually introduce exceptions. Right. That's what Alex called it. Or you could have, uh, you know, whatever it is, however you want to call it. But yeah. you you could have the pass that you get to do it which, of right. course, is neat because then you could have the party do it put a Rasni in there, too, and now, boom, you can use these against Tarbaphon in his own, you know. In his own realm. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it'll be nice. They just need to go find whatever piece is missing.
0: Yeah, I think, it. as I recall, it was an orb Yeah. is the way they described it. It's it was always an orb. orb. <laughs> it's, a few, it's always it's a, an orb. It's
1: a fantasy science machine. You need an orb.
0: Ah, deer are eliphying. So So, horses are equine bows at uh, bows, there you go, got dog on the brain, my dog named Bo. uh <laughs> cows are bovine, uh-huh. and deer are elephine. interesting, all right, well, you know, you got it's just just what it is
1: that's fine I said it was interesting, I meant it, <laughs> I just don't have the enthusiasm in my voice, i guess
0: yeah, yeah you you really should be you know should be into it for me, yes, that's very interesting. There we go. I like that. Thank you, Toast. You're welcome. Because this is, you know, what, what the boys are playing is Mathfinder, and you all are here for the education, not the fun. <laughs> again, again with that. It never gets old. No. Never, ever. I
1: guess after that, they try and do some healing and oh, yes. leave? yeah.
0: yes. Yeah. Well, right. But there's a... Uh, they do some healing. They leave. And we're going to get all out of order with the episode here. But there's a reveal... Mm-hmm. About how the healing has been done wrong. Yeah. For Which... uh, Randolph, his healer's hands, because that is a. uh the hell is that? Still? Conduit feet. Because it's a conduit feet, it has to be able to access the planes, in short. I... And apparently, you can't access the planes or planar travel when you're actually in Gallowspire. Right. Because of the witch gate. So. Uh, well, actually, yeah, because uh, of uh, the whole all of actually, because of the Witchgate. Yeah, so excuse me, it's not just Gallowspire; it's everywhere. So yeah. this whole time, Alex has been doing it wrong. Well, I mean,
1: yeah, I guess so. <laughs> but so basically, well, it's, been, he, basically, the only time it works is when he's within that sphere of the the uh, spike. The spike. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Which is is terrible.
1: Yeah, it really cuts down on the the healing because like if all they I know. have are potions I mean, and spells, like that's twelve instances or yeah, twelve instances I know. of I mean, healing. For crying just gone. out loud!
0: Yeah, I mean the, the dead roads are just hell on the party in terms of denying them healing. <laughs> I mean, just just terrible. The dead roads are terrible. Oh I, wait, sorry, sorry. I mean uh, the the Gallo Gardens and Gallospire. Sorry.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this AP just does not want you to heal,
0: or at least it doesn't want you to heal magically. I don't think it wants you to heal at all. Yep. So yeah, so that'll be rough. That, but then see, then that brings me back to I know we've talked about this before briefly. It brings me back to dimension door is a teleportation spell, right? And if the the witch gates prevent you from doing any kind of teleporting, they reroute you. Then dimension door shouldn't work at all. I think. It and has if to you're do in with, a place well that's dimensionally blocked you know, to such that it's preventing conduit feats from working, it seems like you probably can't Dimension Door out of there. I think it just affects, like, the long-range teleportation stuff. Because
1: Dimension Door is a a very short relative to other, you know, teleporting spells, a relatively short distance.
0: Well, in other APs written by Paizo, uh, and I realize that Paizo the company didn't sit down because the company can't sit down because it's a company, not a person. But in other... APs produced by Paizo, published by Paizo. They have areas that are dimensionally protected, whatever, dimensionally okay. jacked up Okay, in a similar fashion, and teleport and dimension door are kaput. So, so I, I'm wondering. Maybe just for some reason the witch gates don't work on dimension door. I, possibly. Or I'm wondering if maybe Alex has messed it up again. <laughs> Is he going two or one you know, this time? <laughs> yeah, there you go. He finally got one right. Yay. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I mean, obviously it's not affecting. I don't think it's affecting the story in any way, shape or form. I mean, they're getting more than adequate beat down to give us the the doom and gloom. Right. And, you know, the only thing that this is allowing us to do is maybe not have as much slugfest or slog in terms of them going in. Getting stuff done, needing to come out and heal, healing, going back in. I mean, it's you know that's the only thing I think it's really giving us less of and speeding up. So, okay. I mean, in the big picture, I don't think it it's a big impact. But when we do talk the rules, we might as well talk them all, in my opinion. Yeah. Such that we know. Yeah. Right. I and mean, you're not wrong,
1: but I don't know. I think a lot of places that Paizo writes in, like this place, bans teleporting in and out. It's generally dimension door is, is left off the table. Like it has, there's like just odd exceptions, I guess.
0: Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I only have the experience from shattered star and there was a spot in shattered star where once you went down there, you could not use dimension door. You and, could not use teleport. You, even when you were inside, you could not do it. So you couldn't be like, Hey, I want to go the other side of the room. Nope. You got to walk, buddy. You can't do door there.
1: Yeah. See, I have, there was a, a, a pagoda and a underground cavern at the end of book four of jade regent and you can't teleport into it or out of it but once you're inside you can move around with teleport all you like oh interesting yeah
0: yeah that was so so like that that was not my yeah so like you could jump very interesting
1: you could jump from like the very last room in the place to the top and then just walk out the door but like
0: you couldn't go the extra two feet out the door (laughs) And they said that specifically in the rules. You, you can't teleport into it or out of it. but Inside it, you can bounce around all you want. Outside of it, you can bounce around all you want. Uh-huh.
1: Wow. That's part of the... That
0: seems like such a weird little thing to put in there.
1: Yeah. But,
0: I, I mean, good on them.
1: Yeah. Like like I said, they, they do teleport restrictions differently for, I guess, every place. So. Well, somewhat differently, obviously.
0: Yeah. I mean, it seems to be the can't teleport in, can't teleport out sort of thing seems to be a a pretty steady one
1: yeah it's it's just a way to prevent i think prevent players at this you know high level where they have access to these teleport spells from just bypassing everything like it it forces you to get there or forces you to kind of go through the doors and whatnot
0: well doesn't teleport require you to have seen the location you're teleporting to not necessarily it just
1: gets it just gets harder to get there there's a there's a bigger chance that you'll end up somewhere else
0: okay yeah, I mean, they, greater teleport, I know that the greater teleport is the one where you can just give a name, you can have a name of a place or have it described to you and you can teleport to it.
1: Right. And teleport has the option to where like you could be, have a place described to you. I'm pretty sure. But the percentage of, you know, when you roll your D100 on it is, is significantly higher that you land off target.
0: Yeah. And that can, that can be not good. I'm trying right, to remember right. there, there was somebody that used to teleport us in one of the APs, and it was, okay, I'm going to teleport. And we were, okay, hang on. And we brought out the floaties, uh, found some, like, coconut bait. I I don't know. It was some (laughs) weird flotation device thing that they'd encountered. And it was like, okay, put this on, put this on, put this on. All right, we're ready. Because one time she dropped them, like, you know, 100 miles out to sea. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) That's that's just one of those things that the the wizard or whoever's doing the teleporting is never going to live down
0: you'll never live it oh yeah that was that was awesome at that, that one crap when I heard when I I, uh, I didn't start that AP with my group they were playing it uh, separately and then I, I joined in later but it was it was pretty dang funny <laughs> Good. and it was every time she did it'd be like well we're gonna do this well I think she's nope I put mine <laughs> on every time I made damn sure and her, other people were like nope nope he's right on they go <laughs> so nice and she did drop us in the water a second time. Now, admittedly, that time, I think it was, like, ankle deep. But, you know, the point is, we were in the water, and if we hadn't had the floaties, there could have been real trouble. (laughs) All right, let's see.
1: I guess after that, really, they just do some stuff on watch. But, like, I'll be honest, I don't really know what happens at this point. There's a lot of talking. And normally I'm kind of down for that. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. I thought combat was the thing that that you... you know, zone out on. Now, talking zones you out, too?
1: (laughs) It's not that I was zoning out I mean, do you even
0: remember this episode? No, not really. Like, I mean, the episode we're recording right now, do you remember it, like, two seconds ago? Or did you zone that out already, too? Who are you? Yeah, what? (laughs) This
1: is not my beautiful house. (laughs) (laughs) This
0: is not my beautiful wife. I need to make you an Elksy emoji. An Elksy emoji? I would like that. Especially considering I'm basically using elk, a male elk emoji for a, a female elk. Mm-hmm. But, but whatever, I don't care at this I, point.
1: She has horns, though.
0: What is she goring is she, with if she doesn't? I don't know. I don't know. This <laughs> is one of those, you know. Uh, anyway. uh Teleport. Mm-hmm. You you were very correct. It says you must have a clear idea of the location and layout of the destination. The clearer your mental image, the more likely the teleportation works. Areas of strong physical or magical energy may make it more hazardous or even impossible. And then it goes into the table. Right. And, you know, if you're very familiar with the area, it's hard to be off target or hit the similar or, you know, hit a similar area. And then, you know, studied carefully and that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it looks like you've got to have it viewed once as the lowest category. So I guess you have to have seen it somehow.
1: Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess you do have to have seen it. I thought there was Maybe a way that you could do here. it with uh, like a description from somebody, but I guess not.
0: Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. In greater teleport, it says it functions like teleport, except there's no range limit and there's no chance you arrive off target. In addition, you need not have seen the destination. There it is. Okay, so, but uh, that is to a design, which maybe blah, blah, trying, you can bring along objects, a large creature counts, huge creature. You know, they don't actually, at least what I'm reading in here, and admittedly, I'm trying to do this while doing this, so I'm not really putting a thousand percent into combing through this. They don't really make that clear in the teleport description, though. You have to have seen it. Once, yeah. at least once, yeah. There's viewed once, and that's the lo- there's you know all these other things and down to viewed once. But you know, at this point, I think you have access to scry, so you can you can scry on it and then teleport to it. So yeah, I I, I mean that's always an option. Yeah, or if anyway. you
1: know you need to somehow sneak into the the big castle and you guys are way out in the middle of the city and you just get a really big telescope, <laughs> look into one of the windows
0: and boop. I actually, I think if you can see it, I think you can teleport to your destination, no problem. Yeah. So, like, if you can see a balcony or you can see inside a room, you can teleport to that spot inside the room because you have a line of sight. Right. So you might not need to, you know, bust out with the telescope. You might not need to. Maybe. Just might make it easier. You might make it safer. <laughs> <laughs> you might see that there's shadows from the guards moving about mm-hmm. before you teleport into the open space right in the middle of all of them. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Anyway, there was a lot of talking on guard duty.
1: Yeah, I, I just, uh, maybe I just didn't understand what was going on, because it felt like they were trying to talk to Kishikish and Tioblith about Rasni, but they, they kept talking about talking about it and not actually doing any of it.
0: As I recall, Utrid first it's Tioblith and Kishikish, and they chit-chat about the events of eridan not returning right i remember that and that sort of thing and then it's uh utrid and arginus and utrid's telling arginus he wants to tell teoblith okay see that might be where i got
1: confused because i
0: i knew they were doing shifts i just may need not have heard the shift chain and when utrid is talking to arginus about i want to tell him that we're tied up with the rasney kichikis goes arasney what the hell yeah and that you know and and utrid's like well hang on hang on can we not do this right now? Because I'm going to give you this. I'm going to have to do the same thing with Tia Blith in the morning. Right. So can, can, can we just kind of put it on hold until we get there?
1: Which might've been my like confusion with it. Right.
0: I, I think based on what you said, I think yeah. that's, that was the source of the, the confusion.
1: Yeah. Cause it sounded like they were talking about doing it, but not actually doing
0: it. <laughs> well, they were talking about doing it and then, uh, and didn't get to it yet because, end of the episode just (laughs) yes we hit the end of the episode just as the sun was rising and a new day was dawning and they leveled some kind of giant horrible thing was like oh sunlight and shuffled off back whence it came yep and the boys leveled up which is nice that puts them at level 13 i believe right I think you so. Get to Thirteen. Oh, and and Keisha Keys has a lot lot of questions because also the thing that came up is they're carrying around something that belongs to, Arazni. and he's like, well, what exactly do you have that belongs to Erasmi? Mm-hmm. And uh, of course nobody said the panoply. Yeah. It, and of course that's not what Argenis and Utrid were referring to. They were absolutely referring to her lungs,
1: <laughs> which are
0: in the canopic jar that Tiablith has. Yep. So sounds like this is this is me anticipating here and loving it that we're finally going to get that stuff out in the open and we're going to have a little bit of a what the hell's going on moment maybe it should be fun could be fun but uh, i guess we'll get to that next week yep i think we will i hope we will i mean it would be but weird you know, if those we guys wouldn't. can be tricky it, i would think it would be weird too
1: it's like oh hey by the way we, we skipped that part we just went straight or, back in hey
0: by the way we're gonna get sidetracked at dawn <laughs>
1: something attacked us no. and we never talk about it yeah loose threads all over the place
0: <laughs> ah so good and i think that does it for us this week folks you can find us and the players on the inspired incompetence discord links can be found in inspired incompetence.com i'm lord richter and i'm lady toast we'll see you next week bye
1: bye
0: here we go oh let me bring your note the notes i sent to you up so i make sure i get everything else properly done
1: yeah i I had three notes for this episode
0: (laughs) there's there's so much to talk about it's okay we'll be good we'll be good is is there yeah we'll make it because i feel like this might end up being our shortest episode ever (laughs) i don't think so i think i think we'll be okay i think we'll hit our sweet spot okay oh alex is telling us to keep it down we see you alex you see it. that's funny because he is yes you're pretty hot <laughs> tell him to jump in oh but then he's got to record oh man too much fun <sighs> i don't know folks we'll see what we get here Yep. we're baiting we're baiting the hook we're throwing in the line let's see if we can catch that gm fish <laughs> <laughs> hey. We, hey hey that's all
1: we oh he's laying in bed never mind